Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and we are here live at the Steelers Preview on both YouTube and Facebook. Thank you for joining us live. If you're on our podcast platform, welcome, and joining me as always, the triumphant trio, Brian Anthony Davis. What's going on, Brian? Oh, I am walking on sunshine, so call me Katrina. You boys are the waves. <laughs> Do you think of this beforehand, or is it just off the No, no, it just comes... <laughs> That just comes up. <laughs> okay, Dave Schofield, welcome to the show. I'm just glad that Brian is keeping his feet on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching for those hypocycloids. Okay. Yes. Uh, and that's a good plug for Brian's new show, Bad Language, which can only be found on our podcast platform. So wherever you get your podcasts, or sealers or behind the steel curtain. It will run every Sunday, right, Brian? Yeah, and thank you, Jeff, because you're the only one on btsc that has mentioned that show whatsoever unless dave's mentioned it i you know what i say brian's new show but i didn't actually mention it by name so that i'm glad that jeff did man because i was listening to Mm -hmm. michael and jeffrey yesterday and they were talking about your shows and their shows and dave's (laughs) show i'm like well i guess no one wants to talk about (laughs) brian you had one show you've had one show i get calm let's Let's well, guess. technically, it was two. The first one no, just but... died. A no, quick well, was one. I, I didn't want to call it by name because I was afraid it was going to change again this week. <laughs> 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 I just thought it'd be safe and say it's Brian's show. Okay, but, uh... there, there's so much stuff we have to talk about. I mean, there's literally. <laughs> yeah, let's so forget here, about that stuff. Here's what we're going to do. <clears throat> I have to do it this way with this crew because we can all get a little long winded at times. I want to go back with every single move that has been made. I want you to grade it A through F like we would in school. Wow. And I want you to describe your thoughts on the on the, the acquisition, the signing, whatever you want to call it, in five words or less. Ooh. Do you know what you're asking? I'm asking you to be... I'm ready for the first one. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to go to Dave Schofield. The first one. Um, hold on. Sean Van Ann gives us $5. Thank you for the tip, by the way. Sean, he says, all we need now is to sign Honey Badger. I'm sure we will talk about the options that they have and the positions they still Brian and I talked about that kind of extensively on the breaking news podcast. So if you haven't checked that out on our audio platform, it was the one uh, it was the, I mean, we've had one each day. This one was the one today with, 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 uh, with Akella Witherspoon and Joe Schubert. 
So check that out. It's an option. I don't think it's the most likely option, but it is an option. So let's go to Dave, and we're talking about one Mitch. He said he likes Mitch, not Mitch Buchanan, the most famous Mitch, but mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky, Bisky business, as Matty Peverell says. So Dave, grade the pick up. Pick up. I keep want to say pick like yeah. it's a draft pick. Grade the acquisition, and in five words or less, let me hear what your thoughts are. B plus. Best option at the position. Nice. All right, let's start over to Brian. He gave it a B plus. What about you? I am going to go ahead and give it a B. Mitch Trubisky is safe and makes Najee better. Nice. So what did what grade? I'm sorry, I was, I was so focused on what you were going to say. I'm going to go with a B. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, well, you I'm... didn't say it though, Jeff. We needed to grade. Mitchell David Trubisky. Mitchell David Trubisky. You are you right. down with MDT? <laughs> yeah, you know me. No. I'm gonna no, give all, it... all, all, all I have to say is this the okay. other players on the team just don't give the guy any cash. Really don't don't loan him any cash because the last thing you want to do is have to come back and say, Mitch better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, please. <laughs> Mitch, please. Oh, we've got t-shirts like crazy. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna give it a B plus as well. The the Trubisky train is here, is what I'm gonna say. I'm excited. I'm excited for Mitchell Trubisky, Mitchell David Trubisky. We've talked about him a lot on this platform throughout the week, and so we'll let you go back and listen to all those podcasts. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but let's move on now to Mr. One Chukwuma Akorafor. I don't know. I don't think his middle name is David, but we'll (laughs) we'll call him David. Sure. Um, He signed a three year deal, so grade. The acquisition, which or retention, if you want to call it that, and then five words or less. Dave, go ahead. We'll stick in the order. Okay. Well, I was trying to find the middle name there. Um, and they, they, yeah, they don't have it. Uh, they don't have it for a lot of them. Uh, Chooks of Core Four, I'm going to say, oh my goodness, I'm going to say C. Hmm. Would have loved an upgrade. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Brian, what about you? I'm going to surprise a lot of people, and I am going to say a C plus. Okay. Perfect for the evolution of Canada's offense. That's way too many words. Perfect. He's been doing seven every time. Okay, I give you seven. (laughs) Man, I I usually give you 50. Me? I hardly say anything on this show. No, I said I usually give you 50. I mean... Man, it's like you're taking an, a word addict and saying, all right, cold turkey. <laughs> I'm going to give it a B, a solid B, leaning leaning yeah, towards awesome. a little B minus, but I want to tease, Dave. Put it on silence, will you? Um, and I'm going to say three words, trust the plan. I don't think the Steelers go out and give any type of ridiculous contract unless they have some type of plan. I'm going to trust it. That's all I'm going to say. Let's go now to Mason Cole. He was the guy that won signed, uh, other than Andrew Wilbar, who knows every single NFL player ever created or existed. Um, everyone's like, who? So, Dave, grade Mason Cole. And unfortunately, all we have is Mason Cole. We don't, we don't have any more than that, meaning the middle name. So I'm going to, I'm going to grade that one as a B, and my five words are raises the floor at center. 
I that's a that's a very good Dave answer there. That's very <laughs> good. All right. And you said B? B. Okay, Brian, go. I'm going to go with a B. Dalvin Cook shreds Steelers defense. And he played center, right? Didn't he? Played or center. Was he a guard. Game. He was at center last yes. on Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come on, come on. You get you gotta raise the roof on that one. You've got you've got a pat bad on the back. Yep, there it is. That was right. five, and that was poignant. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a C and say, who is this guy? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> anything about this guy. I swear. Like I'm not gonna even pretend. Like people are people I think come to us and look, we are fans. I don't know all the offensive linemen in the league, let alone a guy that was drafted in the NFC, was traded within the NFC to the Vikings. No clue who this guy was. I like the acquisition. I like what Dave said in terms of raising the floor. We'll go with that. One of my favorite moves uh, that wasn't a big name, but I thought it was very necessary was the signing of Montrevious Adams, two years, $5 million. Dave, grade it. Montrevious Adams. I'm going to go A minus. Great value depth piece. Nice. For forwards. Nice. <laughs> All right, A minus. Brian, what do you think? I'm going to give Montrevious a B plus. Steve McClendon is back in black. Still that's a, no, that's a that, that's a good comparison when you think about it. It is. Yeah. Are they size wise? Can you compare them size wise? That's what I'm. Um, about. What what was barely, McClendon? Adams is six three three oh four. I don't know what McClendon was. Let me look it up. I'm going to give him an A and say just what they needed. I think they needed Montrevious Adams at the nose. They needed also think about if, if Tyson Aluwalu were to get hurt or even after this year when he's not going to be under contract anymore. It, this was a good move for the defensive front, and it really helps solidify a lot of things. Dave, what do you find in there? I found a Steve McClendon, but it didn't have him ever playing in a game. That's so not right that's one. not the right one. It's not Lloyd McClendon, Dave. It's Steve. <laughs> He's still carrying third base somewhere. <laughs> you know, I'm that was stole... a trip. Lloyd McClendon and what what he stole in a 2001 game was on my trivia the other day. Tell me you got it. Oh, we yeah, finally we, we have a. Oh, because it's Mick Lendon, not yes. Mick. Clendon. There's oh, a Steve. Right. You right. There's a Steve McClendon, but Steve McLendon, who played with the Pittsburgh Steelers from 2010 to 2013. He is 6'3, 310. So yeah, they're very comparable in size and he's still in the league, too. Yeah, I think he is. Yes, he played for Tampa. Um he got he traded won- to Tampa in 2020 and he played there last year as well. Won a Super Bowl. Yes, yep. he did. All right, let's go to James Daniels. He played with the Chicago Bears, 24 years old. Dave, great it. Yeah, once again, I'm looking for a middle name, trying to find it. And we have, which is funny because we do, they don't have it, or pro football reference, but they do have Stephen Crane McClendon. So that would have been really cool, but no. But we don't have one for James Daniels. I am going A, five words. Um <laughs> I love how this is throwing you all through. Young, <laughs> athletic, much needed addition. All right. Brian, grade it. I am going A. No, I'm going A plus. 
not home care. run grand freaking slam and i went <laughs> six and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i don't give a pluses no <laughs> i should have i love i'm gonna one. i'm gonna give it an a and i'm gonna this is kind of a trend with a bunch of offensive linemen versatility is key and i think they yep his ability to play both sides left and right it is funny that i think left guard is his natural position and it's funny that Kevin Dotson's natural position is right. I'm curious if they would flip those. I know that in his press conference, Daniel said that they're having discussions about where he's going to be playing. They have not made any decisions yet. So keep that in. And note. let's go to the next one. Levi Wallace, cornerback, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. Dave, grade it. I, I missed that one. Come on. I wasn't ready for um, I, I wasn't ready for that uh, one to see. With the, I have a middle done. name. Hold on. I'm trying. No, we don't have a middle name. <laughs> on pro football. man the only all that for nothing all that for nothing so levi wallace i'm giving that one a b plus okay the five words i'm trying to come up <laughs> with five words um <laughs> i guess it's roll tide Hey, there you go. Roll Tide. All right, Brian Anthony Davis graded. I want to go ahead and give this a B plus. Levi's, great jeans, better corner. All right. <laughs> I'm going to actually give this one, uh, I'm going to give it an A. I, I really like this pickup. I'm going to say Deshae Townsend 2.0. Ooh. I think he can flex inside and outside. If they were to get an outside corner, another one, whether it's in the draft or whether it's another free agent pickup, I think that he could be a very like a Deshae Townsend type player. I think some people kind of crap on Deshae Townsend at times. He was a very good player for the Steelers. And they both went to Alabama. Did they yeah. not? Didn't Deshae go to Alabama? Yep. Roll Tide. Yeah. I have a different five words now. I got a better one. <laughs> okay. At least he's with us. That's true. He always he, he torched the Steelers in more than yeah. one game. Yeah. Yeah. And in his press conference, he talked about how he's already spoken with Minka. They played college football together, obviously. So uh, good connection there. All right, let's go to the next one. This was a big one. Miles Jack. Oh, Jack come on. Miles David Jack. Thank you. <laughs> as we know, he's a David as well. It's not Jerome. All right, so Miles Jack, great at Dave. Go ahead. Uh, this is I'm I'm going I'm going to go with a B plus. I'm not going to be as excited as some other people are about it because um, I'm going to say. Great player, where's he play? Mm, you know, I like it. Is he does he really? I mean, if if, if you were, I'm not supposed to talk anymore, but I'm just saying, okay. was he the best player to put in right next to Devin Bush? Maybe not, but he's such a good player and so athletic that I want to see how the Steelers use him. All right, Brian, I'm gonna go B minus. I love it. But I'm going to go B minus for a lot of what Dave's saying. And my five words are Devin Mentor, Run Stop. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> you couldn't even give us a head oh, up. up. You were going to make us do this tonight. We're trying to make it up on the fly. And I think it's better. That, <laughs> yeah. I think it's better that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it an A, and it's he is an athletic freak. Um, and, and you can never have too much speed. And he said in his press conference today that he's excited for he and Devin Bush to, quote-unquote, race to the football. 
That's what he said. So I'm excited for that as well. And let's go to the last one. Akella Witherspoon. Dave, take it away. Akella Witherspoon. I'm going to give that a... I'm giving an awful lot of B pluses. I am. So I'm going to go another B plus and, and, and say, keep getting better as Steeler. <laughs> I can't say a Steeler because it's too many. <laughs> That's good enough. Brian, go ahead. I'm going to give Akella Witherspoon an A minus. And I am going to go ahead and say, Late comers need time to gel. You're close. It's six. Yeah. Now, what? Not the first one. If you hyphenate the first word, he gets away with it. (laughs) That's fine. So, what grade was it again, Brian? A minus. A minus. Okay. I'm going to give it a B, B plus. I'm leaning towards a B plus, more like a Dave grade there. Um, And for me, Keep taking it away. That's the thing for him. He, he, you think about how he ended last season. He was just a ball magnet in terms of the, the football just found him. It was a tip pad and Devin Bush tips up in the air. Akella Witherspoon's bringing it down. Uh, so it's going to be. A- My next question, and this is going to tie into a, a super chat we have here in a second, mm-hmm. is we know the Steelers aren't done. And we are going to talk about how this has impacted the draft and their approach to the draft here in a second. If you were to pinpoint the position you think they'll approach next, we know there's more than one move left. I, there, there's no way they can only just make one more move. But what position would that one be if you were to try to predict what position they're going to target next? Uh, Dave, we'll start with you. Okay, so I get the slam dunk, so then Brian gets the layup, um, I guess is how this is going to work. So I'll, I'll take I'll take the obvious ones, and Brian, Brian will take the next pretty obvious one. So I got to go. It, it's got to be strong safety. It's got to be strong safety. Um, you – whether it's Honey Badger, we've already talked about out there, whether it's the return of Terrell Edmonds. Brian and I talked about this for a while on the Breaking News podcast because we wanted to talk about that secondary with the with Witherspoon coming back. And you pretty much know right now who the starters and backups are for almost all the defense, except you don't have a starter at strong safety. And even if you could bring in someone who you say is an upgrade over Terrell Edmonds, the only issue you've got to deal with there is is there going to be the same continuity? Because sometimes, you know, two two alphas as, as safeties is that going to work or is it not going to work? We, I mean, it could work great, but once again, it's an unknown. So if the Steelers went with the known and tr- and stuck with Edmonds and tried to bring him back, I'm good with that too because they know what they have there. Um, and even though you could get someone who m- you might think is a better player, you just might not know if it'll, if they'll fit together in the same way. And Edmonds might be a cheaper option that they could then spend on other positions. So Brian, if, <clears throat> excuse me, if you were to go to the next position that you think they should target, he said strong safety. What, what do you say? Well, I'd like to comment on strong safety because that is sure. my number one and I yeah. have no problem <laughs> taking, taking one B, but Suave Al says, what about Landon Collins? So I just want to go ahead and say this. Everybody, when we started this week, everybody was hell-bent on Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Got to get Bobby Wagner. But when Miles Jack popped in, everyone's like, woo! 
Miles Jack was probably, if you're going to rank him, a lot of people were probably thinking maybe he's second to Bobby Wagner. Everybody's high on Honey Badger right now. But Landon Collins could be that Miles Jack guy that you end up getting a little easier and he's really effective. So I just wanted to go ahead and throw that into the mix. That's a good and point. That's a is great he an point. Alabama guy too? I think he is. Landon Collins? I believe he is. Wow, you crimson tide. You got a lot. You might have a lot of crimson tide in the secondary. Well, <laughs> could, be could be worse. <laughs> uh, wow, how about that? All right, so wide receiver, of course, is where they need to go. But I want to caution everybody that's all bent right now on wide receiver. Look, this is officially the first day of free agency. And there are a lot of names out there. The first... I might be wrong on this. I didn't do my homework, but I believe Allen Robinson was the first wide receiver domino to really fall. As far as now, I'm not talking about the trade with Devonte Adams. I'm talking free agency wise. He was probably the one everybody was looking at at wide receiver as the big name. So with that, you've got so many other guys out there. And I think with the fact that you have four wide receivers on a team You've got two established already. You have the fact that Juju might not be without a home right now because of the market. And I listened to Dave and Jeff on the Breaking News podcast yesterday. And, you know, they talked about how that market is kind of drying up and it it might make it more welcome for Juju to come back. They kind of need that slot receiver. So he can be that guy that that comes back a little easier if he wants to come in. You've just got to realize that the Kansas city chiefs just lost Byron Pringle an hour ago. And so he's gone. He ended up going to the Chicago bears. So that's a position where they might reach out now to Juju right now. That that's a domino that might be able to fall. That probably helps out Juju, but there are plenty of names out there. There's probably got guy, one guy that became available today. Cole Beasley became available today. There are receivers out there. Everybody's talking about the fact that you only have two guys. Remember, you've got three. You've got Anthony Miller. And by the way, all these Chicago Bears, my goodness. I mean, Hallison Rooney, they're they're having a beer and going and a cigar, and they're going, hey, told you so. We're, we, we should have mixed teams a long time ago. Um, now, so wide receivers, where you got to go, but don't freak out about it because in the draft, this team knows how to draft wide receivers and they can get they can get a second round third round guy that's a blazer you saw the speeds two weeks ago at the combine my gosh they were breathtaking they kept on record after record after record being broken it's like me in a hot dog eating contest it's like each each week each hot dog contest i'm down and more so with that being said all i'm gonna say is there's plenty (laughs) of wide receivers out there don't rush it. Well, with that being said, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to bring up the super chat. Hold on, Dave. Okay, because then I because I have another thing that we have to do. B Man Low gives us five dollars. Says, "What do you guys think is going to happen with Juju? It's wild that no team wants him, but it may be a blessing for the Steelers to bring him back." Now, I did not know about Bri- Byron Pringle. Brian, thank you for bringing that up because I did not. I was not aware that he has signed somewhere. So he's in Chicago. Uh, and that could impact, absolutely, it could impact Juju Smith-Schuster's stock. Uh, but what do you think, Dave, about Juju and the fact that he is still looking for a home and reportedly not drawing any interest? 
I, it, it's always been a possibility for Juju to come back. There's no reason for the Steelers to overpay right now if there's not a market. So that's that's the biggest thing there. So that's one I'll, I'll definitely say. But chances are, if the market's not big for Juju, he's going to want a short-term deal, like no more than two years, because he's going to want a chance to show what he can do and improve his market and hit that market sooner than later if he's not going to land a deal otherwise. Brian, what do you think about that? Seattle has two losses. Um, oh, you, no, you took my line. <laughs> what? Okay, here's why. Tyler W. said, can we do IQs? And I'm like, I got you, Tyler. Here we go, Steelers. Seattle has two losses. Long live Dick Shiner. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I that's... can't even pronounce haiku. So, I mean, I, I Garth, can't do Garth, I think that's a haiku. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> no, um, exactly what Dave said. You, Juju's the kind of guy that that might be. I mean, he might not have a team by the by the draft. You know, he might be a domino that falls a little later, but he, he's going to be on a team. He's going to be a signing a signee somewhere, but it might take some time for him. Because we've got to see what else is out there. And a lot of teams are expecting to bring the Sky Moors in, bring these, uh, bring the receivers in. And there's so many guys that, that you can target in the draft. So you might see just a really slow market for the wide receivers all the way around. It's not just going to be Juju. It's a good point. Steel Dog 88 gives us $5. Is any more news on to it? And is it wise to sign a player like uh, Calais Campbell or Fletcher Cox as insurance? No, there's no news on Stefan to it. If there has been news, I have no clue. Uh, never, I, I feel Not like I since Colbert that. spoke at the, right. at the combine, yeah. right? Well, yeah. and Cam Hayward at the, uh, he was also on the combine and he was on the NFL network and he said, you know, we're looking forward to Tyson and, and to it coming back and people want to connect dots, but there's nothing concrete there. Okay, I want to get to the. I say, can I answer that question real quick? Yeah, go for it. The, if anything, with it being Cam Hayward, Stefan Tuit, and Tyson Alualu, the Steelers would need to get younger on the off- on the defensive line. So the only way I, I mean, could they bring in Fletcher Cox? Perhaps, but the, I think the the word is he might be going right back to Philadelphia with a with a better deal for them. Yeah. To me, I could see them addressing this position in the draft as someone that they want to have around to develop almost even like another louder milk, and they might not even go that route. But if they're going to do anything with with as many players as they have there, I think it should be to get younger. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Brian, anything to add before we move on? I think they're going to draft a defensive lineman, a young, just like Dave said, a young defensive lineman. And my draft crush from the very beginning, from back in January – is man, he's getting a lot of love now, especially this week. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. I like what Mike Tomlin said. He said he'll be hugging Roger Goodell before twenty. <laughs> oh, what he said. Tomlin said <laughs> that at the Georgia Pro Day. He said, "Yeah, yeah. but you said. know, you know what, what Mike Tomlin's famous for? He's scouting this guy for four years down the road. That's a good point. <laughs> and don't they have three defensive linemen? That I mean, because yeah. I've seen a different one tied to the Steelers from Georgia. Um, is there a Wyatt, whether a first name or a last name or something in there? Yeah. yeah. 
I, I saw this crazy stat that they're projected of, of maybe 25 players from Georgia on offense and defense that could be drafted in the first two days of the draft. Like that's an insane that's number. Insane. Like, that team was ridiculous. So oh, they're good. <clears throat> Very good. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the draft since that's the title of the yes. podcast. 26 minutes in, we're finally getting to it. Um, how has all the moves that we've talked about graded said with what we thought about it within five words, sometimes six, sometimes seven. How has it impacted the Steelers' approach to the draft, in your opinion? Now, we, we can't answer this completely because there are still moves to be had, and we've talked about that. But in your opinion, the boxes that needed to be checked in terms of positionally, what do you think that does to their approach to the draft? Dave, we'll start with you. It is exactly what I thought. It's exactly what my brother and I discussed, and we believe to be the case, is that the Steelers will fill their needs that they have to have this year in free agency. I don't see the Steelers not picking up a strong safety in free agency before the draft. I don't see the Steelers not adding at least one, even if it's a lower tier wide receiver before the, they'll do that before the draft because they're going to go into the draft where they don't have to have anything. So therefore they could take whatever's there because the draft is going to be something, especially early on day one, day two, where they look to upgrade. I like that. Brian, what do you think? Well, let me get Dave Schofield's chiropractor. Let me mm-hmm. get him a beach house because I'm going to piggyback off of Dave here. <laughs> and I'm basically going to say this. You know, last year, there were so many holes that needed to be filled, but they needed to be immediate quick fixes. Yeah, it seems to. like now you don't have to have the quick fixes. You needed the running back. You you were desperate for Najee Harris. You needed that tight end. You were desperate for him. You needed a center. You thought you got him, but what, what you did get was four starters. Then you got another guy in, I mean, what a gift in the seventh round with two guys. You got a starting punter if you consider them starters, and you got a a safety, a defensive back in Trey Norwood that played a lot last year and did a lot of things on special teams, did a lot of things all around. So you don't need that this year. So your immediate, I, I could see right now all the draft Knicks right now saying, all right, Steelers, see, they didn't do anything great for this year. No, it's not about this year because what Dave said They filled the needs in free agency. They're bringing guys in through the draft that are going to build throughout the years. Can they bring guys in that are going to help them now? Absolutely. Absolutely they could bring in guys that are going to benefit them at this particular moment. And we can see that. But how does it change things? We just talked about the defensive line needing to get younger. Once again, I'm jumping on Dave's back. Yeah has to get younger, and that's where you probably look at them. Don't be surprised if they go for a defensive, excuse me, a defensive lineman in the first round. And then don't be surprised if they don't go for an offensive tackle right away because this is not a huge offensive tackle draft. So all the needs that we looked at for the last three months, they kind of switch. You still need those guys but you need them in different ways and the priorities have all changed. 
I personally, and I agree with both everything you all said, I think it just leaves the door open for them to sit back and say, we don't have to rush a position and we can take the genuinely best player available and we're fine. And that's something I think it was Kevin Smith said this on one of the here we go Steelers show podcast. So you can check that out with Kevin and Brian. It's a great show once a week on our audio platform. And he said, the Steelers always had the same approach in free agency. Phil check every single box that's open. And that way you go into the draft and it's just literally, we're not forced into an Artie Burns situation. We, we can literally just say, Hey, Jordan Davis fell to 20. Yep. We'll take it. <laughs> or, Oh my gosh, Malik Willis is in 20. Yeah. We'll take him because it's the best player available at that position. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, I'll just say, or, or there's been a few mocks out there that some people think are, are crazy. You know how they like to mock the mocks mm-hmm. on what Ian's talking about. Um, but where they've even had some of the big name tackles like cross or whatever, how you pronounce his name from NC state. Imagine if one of those guys falls something, I mean, where something crazy like that happens. What's great is the Steelers have put themselves in the position that they can, the, the, the person that they didn't expect to be there, if they're there, they can take them because they don't have to take something else. Can I just say something really quick about what Yin's talking about? I feel like uh, our live shows, the, they're the, the YouTube community especially is like a, such a tight, tight knit little community. And I, don't, I think there's a lot of people that probably don't listen to our audio shows, audio only shows. I've been walking around the house humming the QB22 QB song. <laughs> I'm so bummed that it's probably gone now, it right? It better not be. It better not have to talk to Kyle. But then also the mock song. That... Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So funny. If you don't yeah. check out that show, you have to. Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. Um, I don't know if Michael Beck listens because they literally yeah. pick on Michael every single episode. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, but uh, – it. I I hope it, if you ever want a good sum up to the to last season, then you just to remind yourself exactly what the Steelers were going through. Go back and listen to their "Here We Go" song, um, and it really really puts it in perspective when they were putting oh those gosh. names out of there. They're yeah, like Archibong, Archibong, and- who's that? <laughs> we got Archibong and. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, Mouth Carl and, Brew. Yeah. Carl right. Joseph, is he actually playing? Right. I thought that was I thought that was Melvin Ingram. I mean, oh. we need to do an iTunes album with uh, with their songs now. I mean, yeah. what Brian? What song is it that they did the mock the mock the mocks or whatever? That's the '80s song. What song is it that they're? And I love how Kyle even throws in the yeah. I guess. <laughs> I, I can't believe I can't tell you right now because I'm blanking, but I'm going to go. Okay. It's all right. Make sure you check it out. Okay. There's something before we get to trivia. I just have to talk about it's because you all are my friends. Uh, and I've just, I want to talk to someone about this. It's not even, well, it's kind of Steelers related. The news in the AFC North is just crazy right now. And it all centers around the Cleveland Browns. This situation with Baker Mayfield. Oh my goodness. Is this not, I love it. Is this not typical Browns? Like if there's a Brown situation, if someone later down the road, let's say the Browns cease to exist again. And someone says, what were the Browns like? I would probably tell them this story. Well, you know, there was this guy, he had all this off the field trouble was a good quarterback. The Browns thought they could upgrade. So they decided to go through this public thing of, you know, they still have a quarterback, number one overall draft pick, but they bring this guy, they go meet with him. Then the quarterback says he wants to be traded. Then they said they're not going to trade him when they find out they're not in the sweepstakes. I mean, it is dysfunctional to the max right now. 
I find it hysterical. I really do. Every time our breaking news lights up and it's something about the Browns, I do nothing but laugh. But Brian, what's your take on everything? And it's literally like a soap opera in, uh, what is it, Berea or something like that? Is that where they are in Cleveland <laughs> yeah, or something? Berea. Oh, Cleveland sucks. Cleveland <laughs> sucks. You know, I mean, it's just, man, it is a soap opera. And you took the words out of my mouth because that's what I was exactly gonna gonna say. You know, you basically, man, you had this girl that you've been, you've been, uh, you got married to. You you're talking about how great she is, how much you love her. Yeah, you go on a business trip and you fall in love with the hooker. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and now she's your mistress, and it's getting out. And you're like, well, you know what, honey, I think I'm going to go with, with uh velvet or what? I don't know. A good, a sapphire. good sapphire. I'm going to go with sapphire <laughs> here. And so next thing you know, you're, you're wooing sapphire with all this. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. My pimp is going to kill you. I'm not coming to live with you. And then you're like, Hey, flowers candies hey honey i was just kidding in that you know that's basically what the cleveland browns are doing they got caught i will say this though it's a shame that it's a shame that all this got out because there is no you can't inquire these days without it getting out without a dd telling everybody you know i mean you know you you pee in the AFC North, and Needy's gonna tell everybody what color it is. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, and that's everywhere. Ian Rappaport, I, I think Ian Rappaport has hidden cameras in everybody's bathroom. You know, it's gotten to the point we've got to break this story. I mean, I have no problem with them going up to him. Going to Houston and said, "Hey, what's it going to take?" Just, I'm just curious. It's called an inquiry, but it got a little farther than that, and they were not smart. And this is just Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. It is the mistake by the lake, and you know, there's a reason why they call it that. Dave, I'd love to get your take on the Cleveland Browns uh, nonsense going on right now, and and will they even have a quarterback? to start the season will be Baker Mayfield. The Browns is the Browns. I mean, do you think they'll do you think <laughs> Baker Mayfield will be the starter of week one? Well, it's just funny because he requests a trade and they say denied. No. Yeah. Uh, I, the more that this is a battle, the more I love it. I just want to get, give me the popcorn. I'm yeah. ready for it. And I so want them to force Baker to come back and then try to play him because he's terrible. <laughs> so those, so, Unless they're playing the Steelers, what I think would be funny is if he comes back and is actually good because they're forcing him to be there. I doubt that. He's. I mean, can he get worse? I guess he could. Um, so it's it's the entertainment value right now is just like, man, can the Browns be the Browns any more than the Browns? Do you know who has to be absolutely livid with all this is Amari Cooper. He has to be saying, okay, maybe I'll get Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. No. No. Maybe Baker will be back. No. Who is going to be throwing me footballs this season? I mean, is Case Keenum still on the roster? I'm pretty sure. And Brian is pumped. I guess he is. That might be an upgrade. No, I'm devastated. 
I am absolutely devastated that Baker's going to be gone because he is terrible. He's still under contract, so he can't. He can't. I mean, he could try and just say he's going to sit out, but he's under contract, so I he's going to end that... up on the Colts, which is cool because it's going to it's going to ruin that team. <laughs> well, the AFC news didn't stop there. Then Zadarius Smith, who was with the Green Bay Packers, oh, yes. he said, so "I'm going to go back to Baltimore," and then Baltimore Ravens fans are like, "Yay, Zadarius Smith coming back!" And then no, he's not. <laughs> and now he's still free agent. He just said he's not signing. I, he didn't sign with someone. It was wasn't a Tyson Alualu where. Ah, uh, sorry, Jacksonville. I decided to stay in Pittsburgh. I'm going to sign with them. I don't think he signed anywhere, has he? That I've no, seen. No. And the, can I jump in first? Because sure. Dave this week was the one guy on the website, and I'm going to give him props for this. And he told me this. Oh. Mitch Trubisky has agreed to terms with the Steelers, Brian. He has not signed with the Steelers. It's Monday. They cannot sign him. So this is why you cannot say Zadarius Smith signed with the Ravens because now he didn't. This, uh, you know, we talk about Tyson Aluolo, uh, Aluolo, excuse me. It's Aluolo. Aluolo. I, I, I'm never going to get that right. And you know that. But Emmanuel Sanders did this. When he left the Steelers, he, what he did, he was supposed to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. On Saturday night, when the tampering period started, and then he turned around and was like, yeah, I'm going to Denver instead. And that was even a little more, so much more egregious than what happened with uh, with Tyson. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it, and I'm not going to apologize for it. That was a whole lot worse. This is a situation where, you know, he decided not to go there for some reason. Um, I don't know why, but I love it. So there's some there's some wangs hanging low in Baltimore. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> Dave, anything to add to that? Low, <laughs> hanging, low hanging fruit. Um, <laughs> no, just once again, you, you gotta love it. And could he <laughs> could, could could we come back and, and find out that yeah, he really did decide to go to Baltimore after all? Maybe, maybe he's milking maybe. him for more money. I don't know. But I just think it's I think it's hilarious. If that happened to the Steelers, don't tell me that Browns and Ravens fans would oh, not yeah. be reveling. Oh, in they'd it. be loving it. So oh, we've yeah. so we, we we've got to kick kick back and enjoy this stuff as well. Absolutely, it's hysterical. Yo, Sean, Dave, Dave jumped yeah. in and said low-hanging fruit. Can I just, <laughs> just say, can I add to that? Of the looms. Oh, ah, but I'm chain. Uh, With that being that. said, um, <laughs> Sean... <laughs> I mean, Sean Manning gives us $5. says, trade pick 20 this year to the Jets for their first-round pick next year. Draft the best quarterback in the 2023 draft. I don't think it works that way, Sean. Um, I'm not sure they're just going to say, hey, give us 20 for whatever conditional first rounder we have next year. Uh, they might give us. If they would, you say. Yes. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yep. I'd do that. But it's not going to happen. Tristan gives us $1.99. He says, Baker sucks, but Cleveland did him wrong. Pittsburgh would never. You would hope that Pittsburgh would never do something like that to a quarterback. Uh, especially the number one overall draft pick. Well, I know that was that their own stupid fall for taking the number one overall. It wasn't, it wasn't their <laughs> regime. I get it. The, the current regime, that's not who drafted him, but still. All right, do we have trivia tonight? Yeah. Dave, go for it. Yes, okay. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I, I, I did this article today for those people wondering, oh, well, where, you know, compensatory draft picks. That should be, I should never have to say those words again. 
because it ain't it ain't happening. The Steelers Not for have, a year at least. <laughs> yeah, the, the the Steelers have have signed five free agents, four of which are co- are compensatory free agents because Miles Jack doesn't qualify because he was a street free agent because he was released. Not he wasn't an unrestricted free agent, but the Steelers have signed signed four and lost zero so far. <laughs> zero. There's not one player that's an unrestricted free agent from the Pittsburgh Steelers that has signed somewhere else. Not one. But looking back at the compensatory picks or, or the compensatory value and stuff, could you guys remember the last year where the Steelers made no signings that qualified as compensatory free agents? They did not add one single unrestricted free agent to their team. Is it you're counting that you mean they have to count towards the that they would have counted? I mean, even if they even if their contract was too low that it didn't count, shouldn't even be a factor here from what I'm seeing. I mean, unless you we find out later, oh well, they signed this person for a league minimum. Well, isn't there a date? Isn't there a date that after that date that you can add whoever you want and it won't impact the count that formula? That came out in the latest CBA. Okay. So, so and we know that they've signed people with since the latest CBA. So that's telling you, yeah, it used to be week 10. Now it's the like Tuesday after the draft or something like that. So, yeah. or the Monday after the draft, I think maybe Tuesday. I um, I think years they were extremely cap strapped. They wouldn't be able to do it. I'm going to say 2000 and I don't know, 14. We'll go with that. Brian, you go take a shot. I have no earthly idea, so I'm going to go ahead and say 2009. Okay, well, Jeff, in 2014, the Pittsburgh Steelers, although they did pick up three compensatory draft picks from White, from the loss of Mike Wallace, Keenan Lewis, and Rashard Mendenhall, they did gain one CFA, and that was when mm-hmm. Bruce Gradkowski, oh, who did, who did cancel out Ryan, the loss of Ryan Mundy. But according to OverTheCap.com, the last time the Steelers did not sign a compensatory free agent was in 2016 when they lost Bryce McCain and signed nobody. Wow. No one. No one. Jeez. No compensatory, no player that counted towards the compensatory formula did they sign. So the fact that they're not getting a pick that's great because what have they done? They've gone out and signed a bunch of players. Yeah. And that was a team that went to the AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, sorry. Now I, I should have clarified when I said 2016, I guess technically it was the 2015 mm. off season, the 2016 draft. Either way you weren't right, but that's, I should clarify okay. that. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, then that's friend. a team yeah. that went to the, uh, the second Divisional. round of the playoffs. Yes. Divisional yeah. round, yeah. Lost. That was yep. the uh, Tucson fumble, wasn't it? Yep. Ugh. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian, your trivia card time. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to do the card this week. Oh. I'm okay. going to get a little interesting here. That's so scary. in the last, we're talking about everybody still was hell-bent on Kenny Pickett. And if Kenny Pickett falls to 20, which, I mean, that's a possibility now with some of these dominoes with maybe Deshaun Watson going to New Orleans. I mean, you could see a scenario where he could be in the Steelers' lap at number 20, and they might want to look at him. They don't have to. They're not in a position where they they definitely need to, but they could go ahead and do that. 
the Pittsburgh Steelers have had four pit quarterbacks on their roster at some point. Two were drafted. Two, one was drafted. One ended up uh, with another team first, and one was an undrafted free agent. Can you name them? The first one was in 1981. And the last one, I believe, was in the early 2000s. I honestly have no earthly idea. Like, I can't even think of the early 2000s quarter. You said quarterback? Quarterbacks. There have been four, not all picks, but they've had four on their roster. Four on their roster. Hmm. Oh, actually, wait, 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 wait a second. No, let me rephrase that. Three on their roster. The one was not a pit quarterback. I apologize. He was, I, I mixed up. I mixed that up because it was Tyler Palco, who was a Notre Dame quarterback, but he was a Pittsburgh kid. I got that screwed up. So there's three. Yeah, I'm out. Dave, it's all you. Pit quarterbacks. No. Keep thinking of lower name guys. Then I'm like, no. No. One player, the undrafted free agent, was the last Pittsburgh player to wear number seven before one Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. Can we get any more crickets? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've, I've been out this whole time. Yeah, I'm. I. Uh, well, that gentleman is, and it's coming up in the live chat. Pete Gonzalez. Now, Pete Gonzalez. One yeah. guy was the pit quarterback before one Dan and, Marino, and and I'm sorry, Jerry Cherry. No, it's not Dick Shiner. He went to Maryland. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dick Shiner. Yeah. Buzz so, Nutter. The 1981 12th pick overall. <laughs> you guys are killing me. Yeah. Um, was the the guy who preceded Dan Marino at Pitt. His name is Rick Tricano. And the 1993 12th round pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers was another pit quarterback, and he just recently beat the Steelers as an interim head coach. Was that Van Pelt or whatever it was? It was Alex Van Pelt. He was, I'm trying, I didn't remember him being with the Steelers. DJ Scott Van Pelt? (laughs) He's from Maryland too. Yeah, Yeah. he is. He's terrible. So no, no, uh, Alex Van Pelt was the 12th round. I knew Alex Van Pelt. Honestly, I knew he was a big quarterback. I don't remember him being with the Steelers, but that's just drafted him. (laughs) And that was the last year that you can take a 12th rounder because in 1994, it ended up being a seven round draft. You could have made up three names and I would have (laughs) not no clue. Like none. I mean, it's good trivia. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't know pit football that well. Yeah, I don't know pit football that great either. Welcome to the brain of bad. <laughs> all right, final thoughts. Uh Brian, we'll let you go first so I don't uh, get Dave all flummoxed by calling on him first. Go ahead. All right. I I just have to go ahead and say what a great free agent week. Don't expect this every year. And I mentioned this to Dave earlier when we did the other show. It's kind of when dad gets that Christmas bonus that and it's not the jelly of the month club, but you can go ahead and put that pool in, but you're not going to be able to put that pool in every single year. So enjoy it. 
and enjoy the process. This is not the bizarro Steelers. This is not bizarro Kevin Colbert. This is a situation where they're able to do it and they're doing it right and they're doing it smart. So enjoy that. And even though these names aren't sexy, man, they're puzzle pieces and puzzle pieces fit in pit. Now, I need to do this real quick because you know me, I have a, a background in loving professional wrestling. WWE, WCW lost a great this week. One of my favorite all-time guys, a guy named Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. I loved his swagger. I get a lot of swagger from him. His name was The Bad Guy. I love. I used to call myself The Bad Guy because of my initials. And I just, I would even walk around the room in my younger days like him, do that swagger with the arms out. So I just want to quote him in his Hall of Fame speech. And I just want to say, hard work pays off. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Rest in peace, Scott. There you go. Dave, final thoughts. Yeah, Brian mentioned that Scott Hall walk. That was what I noticed from the very top row whenever I was at, at the arena, whenever he snuck out with security to use the taser on Goldberg for, for <laughs> Kevin Nash to win the title and then hand it to Hollywood Hulk Hogan on Monday night. Anyway, um, just, just, had, just had to throw that out there. It's if you might have noticed that my grades might have been a little bit lower than your guys as we go. I, I am I am the mediocre guy. I am the middle of the road Steelers fan. If you want to think of it more, some of me people think I'm 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 very optimistic, which I think I am. But when it came to the free agency, I love what the Steelers did. I don't think all they did this was terrible. It was I see what it could be, but I'm not saying it's definitely going to be that. Some I don't want to say that the Steelers are going to do this only for them to turn around and end up being the paper champions that the that the Cleveland Browns have been every year when when it comes to free agency. So I'm glad that they made made the moves. The biggest thing is is we've got to wait and see. We'll see it in the preseason in August of how it all fits together. But this is what I like the most from the Steelers free agency in 2022. If you are one of those Steelers fans that have always asked yourself, gee, I wonder what the Steelers would do if they actually had money. You now have the answer. Very well said. Very well said. Good show, gentlemen. We'll be back next week, probably talking about another 15 free agent pickups, but we'll be here to do it on the Steelers nice. preview. Uh, Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. All right. We'll see you next week. Go Steelers. Take it easy. Hey.